What's up, stoners? You are listening to Mom and Dad Are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users, brought to you by thestonermom.com. I am the stoner mom, but I shall allow you to call me Catherine. And I am joined, as I always am tonight, by my wonderful and beloved husband, Bladed. Hi. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 165. Welcome. We've missed you. We're happy to be back. Mm-hmm. We're having a wonderful beginning of the week. Yep. And with that, we are going to catch a cab over to Libation Corner. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Bye. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we are in Libation Corner. Oh. So nice. Oh. Hey, look, they have foosball tables. I'm drinking my party wine. Yeah, you are. You've really been drinking this party wine. You know, <clears throat> I, I have been. It's called party wine because it's a big ass bottle. It's like a forty. Yeah. We were at the liquor store and I was like, "What about this?" <laughs> and you look like you're holding it up and you're like, "I don't know." <laughs> and I was like, "You want a party bottle of party wine?" It looks like. I was like, "Should I just have like a regular time or like a party time?" Party time. The thing with wine is like you kind of have to drink it, you know. Yeah. You don't want just like a bottle of wine sitting around in no. your fridge forever. Mm-hmm. And David does not really drink wine. I don't. Wait, is wine like super not keto? Maybe that's why I've been feeling so. Oh crap! I don't know. Shoot. Maybe it's it is made with grapes, and you can't eat grapes and, and it, sugar. In oh it. my gosh! No wonder I've been for two days. I've been like, what is going on? Why do I feel bigger? Hmm. Darn it. We are well on our keto journey, but anyway, whatever. We're at the beginning of Libation Corner. Let's talk yeah. about what we're smoking, drinking, dabbing, all of that good stuff. David, would you like to start? Sure, Catherine. I mean, Blavid, would you like to start? That's yes. your anonymous name. Yes. Blavid. Blavid. And I'm Blatherin. Yeah, Blatherin. I'm drinking... Um, what's the name of that burp? <clears throat> we recently got... Excuse me. <laughs> Penelope. It sounded like I said burp, but and then it sounded like a burp. <laughs> But I like just had to clear my throat. What I was gonna say was, we went to Costco <gasps> oh for the God. first time in so long. We Years. got we renewed our membership. And we were like, wow, and we had such a great time. But they have a liquor store, and they had this bourbon, and it was called who? What was it called? Penelope. So I'm drinking Penelope bourbon, and you like it? I do like it. I think it's nice, and uh, I'm drinking that. Oh, it felt nice to be back at Costco after it did, a several year absence. Gosh, you just forget like. There's just they just have everything. <laughs> they it's have a like, lot of good stuff. God, the keto snacks, unbelievable. Unbelievable. So many. I guess I better drink all of this party wine tonight. Yeah. And then that's it. That's it. You're done. I think we finally cracked the case though. About what? About why I felt like I wasn't keto these past couple days. Oh yeah. Is wine ketogenic? What does it say? It says no, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. It has like 400 carbs. It per has glass. like the wine I drink has like three to four grams a, a serving. Oh, that's or fine. five ounces. That's that's fine. Yeah, it's really not because I drink like you don't drink five ounces. You drink more like maybe four ounces. That's not true. On a drunk night, I drink more. Oh, no, glasses. I meant per glass is what I meant. Well, yeah. So you have so that like, ma- that easily makes twenty in a night. Yeah, and I twenty is supposed to be your cap when you're yeah. like, goddamn. 
It's okay. Okay, well, sorry about this Get very professional podcast recording. Um, continue. You're drinking Penelope. Penelope. Is it straight? Do you have some sort of... I've got soda water, or club soda. Nice. Which is very keto-friendly. And then what about your cannabis? Well, this is, um, I don't know, whatever this is, which I don't know. I could um, not tell you. Is in here, and okay. I'm smoking that periodically. <laughs> We're in mystery mode. Mystery weed mode. Yeah. My grinder is scattered across the house. They really... I, I just can't keep track. Yeah. Um, they really need to make grinders that are like they have you have a label on there. They do. One of those reusable. We're down labels. on our weed supply to Moby Dick, Matanuska, and Purple Paralysis. And then I have two oh, big buds of paint cush just because I saved them. They're the big ones. Well, I have a glass of Chardonnay. I don't remember what it was. Whatever they sell in the gigantic 40 size Party <laughs> bottles. Wine. Party wine bottles. And I've got my stash Rio here tonight. I think I'll do a little bit of train wreck OG, which I'm not super fond of, but I'm trying to get rid of it, basically. Um, and then I am smoking... Moby Dick, which is a favorite strain of mine. It's mm-hmm. extremely energizing and very stony at the mm. same time. So I just kind of sound like a hyper and social stoned person. I love it. I'm, I'm glad gonna, you like it. I'm going to hit that right now. Hit in it. fact, cheers. Um, Mom and Dad are stoned listeners. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Episode 165. We love you. There you go. You're doing it. Oh, my bog tonight is a simple classic beaker bog. Oh, is that the classics one or is that the leafly one? This is the leafly one. It's also a good one. Do you use that classics one anymore? The classics one is just like this. It's fantastic. But I grabbed this one out of old time takes. This one was actually Smoke Cartel. And it is that leafly collab. It's an indica. The bog says indica. Yeah. Yes, I'm not smoking indica. <laughs> no, you don't smoke. <laughs> we don't. Do that. Um. So that's that. I think I'm gonna do a dab now too, and try to get through this grotesque train wreck. Train wreck. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's so grotesque. I just do not like it. Maybe next time we we'll, when too- we get you concentrates, let's get you some super nice concentrates. I know, I agree. Let's do that. But it's hard. It's too dark. It's too thick. It tastes too fatty. It just I don't know what it is about it. I don't like it. I feel like I'm tasting like residual stuff that I don't want to taste. Remember the West Edison stuff you used to do? Oh yes. His stuff was great. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. We gotta find that stuff. In. All right. Well, let's go ahead. Oh, let's go ahead and catch up. You literally my finger. touched that. Are you it's okay? okay? It was just starting. Oh, thank it's God. not burned. Um, let's catch up. Where have we been? What happened in our last episode? We just talked. We read our emails. That's we did. We it was did. a mailbag, but we talked about keto and stuff like that too. Um. Well, we are still on keto. And it's going well. I mean, like, you know, I feel like on the weekend, like I was what up for whatever reason, I was hell bent on making these meatballs. I had some meatballs recently and they were delicious. And I was like, I can do this, you know, (laughs) but it's not working out the way you planned. No. And I've gone through two batches of meatballs and I ate too many meatballs. And last night I just like my stomach was like, so, so people, what he's saying is he wants your slow cooker meatball. Um, 
recipes. Right. Because it's very easy to make anything. Right. I mean, meatballs, keto. It's very simple. So yeah. we're just like trying to figure out the right proportions to get it kind it of just sweet. Wasn't, yeah. And I mean, like my sister. And then like, kind of put, thick. Put sauce put the sauce in the meat mixture which i did and i just it still was like it was better like maybe you have to cook it at like the higher like for shorter maybe. like at the higher temperature yeah because the sauce just turns to water almost you know, he wants separates. the sauce thicker that's and, what i like too and, and, I put, and he wants it a little sweeter yeah and i think you're supposed to put crushed tomatoes up in there with whatever sauce <laughs> you're using that sounds yummy can i just say yeah this dab of train wreck i just did yeah tasted great so. Wow, well, that's great. So sorry I was a negative Nancy. Oh, that's okay. I'm glad you enjoyed that's it. That's the thing about being stoned, <laughs> stoned or drunk. It's just like, oh, I love this. I'll have that's more right now. The best. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so keto, keto. We're losing weight. Yeah. Life is fabulous. It is. Until I figure it out my yeah. wine situation. But that's fine. You're still so stoned. I have that's been drinking time. before I got all hell-bent on... Drinking wine for the weekend. I've been drinking vodka and Sprite Zero. And sometimes just tonics. But yeah. Yeah. You like that. So that's a nice low calorie, like zero calorie. Oh yeah, for sure. Beverage. And then I also drink a lot of the Surges and the White Claws. Those barely have any calories or sugar in them like at all. So those are also keto friendly yeah i'll tell you what if you do keto and go man get online and look up those recipes because they are a lifesaver that's what really made that difference for us this time yeah i mean like the thing that we kind of live on are jalapeno poppers (laughs) like i literally made 12 of them today and i think we have like four or five left or something (laughs) like that but my girlfriend asked today what's everybody like having for dinner and i was like oh my we're having chicken wings and jalapeno poppers and she was like you guys are having jalapeno poppers every damn day (laughs) we eat them every day uh yes Yes, that's correct and actually i had one for lunch today (laughs) i mean it's like we live on them but they're the perfect keto food they really are they're a pepper which we you know the hardest part is you gotta core them out and you just like you want to vomit when you're doing it because the pepper gas gets in you and we, we we both cough and sneeze and everything runs. It's you know? really weird. I wear I have wear, I've decided like to start wearing gloves because they used to burn my hands. This material like the pepper stuff mm-hmm. vapors. Okay, they're like pepper vapors, and they like rise up. So like when I stand up from like sitting at the t- kitchen table, I'll get like a huge hit of it. Like and it goes every time it goes like right into the back of your throat. It like it goes straight to your throat yeah. and makes you cough and gag. <laughs> and sometimes David looks like he's about to throw up. I, he's like retching. I, I am. I mean, like, it's hard. Or like, I'll walk upstairs to this, to the next top floor, and I can feel it on the back of my throat, just attacking me. The worst. And that's one. Like I was saying today, it's like that pepper spray must. That must be what it's like. Only times ten. That's you know why that shit works. I know. And pepper nature. Nature defenses. Nature will mess you up every Fuck, time. Yeah. So, but anyway, we. What, I, so here's our. That should be the tagline <clears throat> of our show, really, as a stoner podcast. Nature, that nature will, will fuck you up every time. Every single time. <laughs> Just, there isn't a day goes by that nature doesn't have its way with me in some way don't try to not take nature seriously it will fuck you up you'll get bit in the ass so here's our jalapeno popper recipe in case you are wondering we've literally told them i swear every podcast but go ahead 
Well, I have a new step in it. So, you do. And I think it helped. So, you know. Did we tell them about avocado eggs? They're not hello, hello, alligator eggs. What are they? Armadillo <laughs> eggs. I don't know. Maybe. Should we tell them about that? I don't think so. That's a we disgusting just made those, variation on that. I think we made those pepper. a couples. Okay. Know. So David's making the jalapeno peppers. Except okay. tea. So basically what you do is like now instead of I used to like. <laughs> slid them down the middle and then just kind of stuff them from the side but now i core them out from the top with a paring knife and i just kind of drill it and it, all the stuff comes out and then i boil them <coughs> in hot water for five minutes and then i stuff them full of cheese and chicken we got a rotisserie frankenstein chicken from costco and we we, <laughs> we pulled that apart and put a lot in there with cheese and then I wrap it with bacon and then I put it on a baking tray and put it in the oven for 425 for 45 minutes so the bacon can get nice and crispy and they're delicious. David will put all sorts of weird shit in our jalapeno poppers. Though. Yeah. We have like um, yes. meat leftovers from the week. He oh, will yeah. put stuff. He's put pork in it. Yeah. He's put like when I make like slow cook like chicken oh, yeah. for like tacos and stuff for the kids. He'll do that. He'll put like anything. He's put the the meatball meat yeah. In there. That was the, uh, no, that was the bell pepper ground beef. Bell pepper. Oh, so good. <coughs> um, and then we also, the other thing is we don't do the, the sour, the cream cheese. We don't really like it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. That's what, a, that's what most people think of when they think of jalapeno poppers. I mean, that's, and good for you. That's good. But I mean, I don't like it. Oh, I don't I, like it either. So mm. instead we just put, he sucks, sticks a big stick of cheese or cheese up in there now what i did is i got those cheese slices the little snack cheeses Mm -hmm. and i cut those into like four little strips and they fit perfectly in the popper (laughs) put two of them there i've got it down man and i make them and we eat them okay so anyway we that's enough for keto corner nobody cares yeah about what we're eating okay next our fence yeah our fence I heard when I was taking the garbage out today a loud sound coming from our backyard, and it ran inside. And we looked out the window, and our they were knocking our fence down. As a family, we have been waiting for our fence yeah. to be replaced by the HOA for many, many months. Oh yeah, many months. And the supply chain situation that is happening with everything affected the fence in our community. And so we were really bummed and very much thinking that Friends is not happening this year at all. Because initially this is like a two-year plan or something. So I don't know what's going on, but they're like getting it all done within like four four weeks. I don't know how they do it it so fast, but it's almost all all of a sudden they got all of the materials in. And then today David and I stood around and stared out of our back windows while men ripped down our fence with... A sledgehammer and a chainsaw. Sawzall. And traipsed all around our backyard. And pushed and you know we have a big dog now that we have to like restrain. Yeah. So it's um But they did it and then they put up a temporary like orange fab like fence thing. It's something like they literally said this was gonna be happening in the summer. This was right after we took our inflatable pool down. And that left our yard looking like garbage. And like it was truly disgusting. And so that week we also had prepared for the fence to come down and I was super embarrassed because like I knew my entire neighborhood was gonna see the black hole pit of death. The worm pit or whatever. Um, but no, then, 
the shipping, the materials delay happened. So our fence was delayed. And the grass grew 100% better. So now that they finally ripped down the fence, it's all gone. You can't even see. You don't even know. Where the pool was. Yeah. Because we threw seed. We seeded it so hard and watered the shit out of it. Yeah. And it came right back. Um. So it's weird right now. Everybody that drives by our house can see into our backyard. That's all right. I don't mind. I mean, it's only for a couple. I think it's a couple days, maybe. Yeah. And then we'll have a beautiful brown, gorgeous fence. Sturdy. Yeah. Made out of treks, which is that whatever it is. It's superhuman. And so tall. And so tall. Very exciting. I'm excited. I can't wait. It's going to be like we have a new backyard, but not really. It's a good week for mom and dad. I mean, yeah, so many great things have happened. It's like we just got a freaking amazing brand new fence. Yeah. For no reason. Just because of the stoner mom, probably. You think? They probably heard it and they're like, you know what? (laughs) That stoner mom is awesome. Let's go ahead and do her fence. We'll just say we're going to do it for the whole neighborhood, but really... Okay, well, what else? You have written down here, what are we doing for Halloween this year? Yes. I don't even know what we're doing for Halloween this well, year. Well, I don't either, but I will say that last year we did we took extreme COVID precautions. And this year, I think we're going to be a little bit... We're going to have a <clears throat> distancing bucket of candy situation. Really? I mean, I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. It's uh, thro- wear a mask, answer the door, and throw the candy in the bag. I'm wearing a mask. I don't think we're going to get a lot, of, a lot of trick-or-treaters. We never really get that yeah. many, to be honest. And I'm just going to throw them in the things. Yeah. Quickly. Quickly, with a mask on. Is that a bad idea? No, it's a great idea. Last year, I prepackaged snack portions <clears throat> of treats, and we place them at a distance on tables as we sat on our driveway driveway. um so that's still a possibility but i don't know we'll see we'll see i again once again like my kids won't be here so i'm not taking anybody trick-or-treating i am briefly david's doing an abbreviated trick-or-treating and it is the middle school monster mash this week so i'll get to see my kid do that that'll be fun i don't know what that means but what is that dance oh cool yeah huh that's spooky yeah it is scary i gotta take out cash you gotta take some cash out that's Uh, imperative so anyway well there you go um oh you know we went to meow wolf oh my god yeah i can't believe we didn't talk about that we had spent a while since our podcast. We could spend a whole podcast. episode talking about that. I feel Should we like. talk about that instead? Uh, I don't really. No, let's talk about the other thing still. But let's talk about Meow Wolf <laughs> right now for a few minutes. What did you think? Uh, It was cool. I, I kind of want to go to the other ones to be honest. I do too. Um, Meow Wolf amazing. opened up in Denver in September. Um, This is their third permanent installation. The other two are Santa Fe and Las Vegas. And this one, I don't even know how to describe it. I don't know if you're even supposed to. But. It blows your mind. You know what it is? It's a multi-universe story. So, like, a story set in, like, the multiverse. And there's different peoples, like, planets, peoples, or universes, peoples. Whose Convergence stories Station. Stories you're trying. That's what Denver is called. Is called Convergence Station. Um, but, re- but in case you haven't heard of it, it is just like a... <clears throat> 
humongous art installation that's like all built into a building and wherever it is and um it's composed of all sorts of different rooms and spaces and like the most famous one from i think this the original one in santa fe is when you like crawl through a washing machine and you emerge in like i don't even know what like a mystical forest or something lovely and so that's when it that was like the original one that everybody kind of like saw in like the newspapers or whatever and so denver is like the third one and it it doesn't really have that but it's like that where you you know you might open a door and everything's just totally different or you like move through some cloth fabric or whatever and like there's like weird stairways to whatever and crooked things. And there's just all these different stories that they're basically telling through. For me, like the tons of different art, the crazy structures, like you would be in when you're finding yourself in an open space mm-hmm. and the walls have like shimmering stuff on them and there's stuff hanging from the ceiling and there's enormous structures that are alien looking that people can go up and sit in and you're looking all this at all this at once and it's just like this is incredible you know there was at one point this one thing where we all sat in it and then a bunch of other people had to sit in it too and then everybody had to put their hands it was like this dome thing orb thing that you sat in with lights and everybody had to put their hands on the side of the chairs to make it work and like something would happen with the ceiling like it would light up and make like a weird sound or some craziness like that and yeah like all the worlds are like different and alien in a different way so maybe there's like organic lovely shapes foresty shapes in one there's like a crystal um castle speaking of which we were just listening to crystal yeah castle okay um in one and there's one that was like this weird almost like alien urban street like alley yeah what was that called i don't remember c street yeah c street and they had like a car like a back to the future type car that was a space car you got into nuts there was one there was a salon that you went into but then there was a door in the back and when you went into there it was a tiny surveillance room and there were (laughs) it's covered in TVs and you could see people walking through the the different museums at the different locations. It wasn't just Denver. You could recognize the iconic ones from the Vegas and the Santa Fe. That's cool. Um, and then there was another room at the end of the tiny surveillance room. And I don't remember what that was. Anyway... What a trip. It was nuts. People like to take a lot of drugs and go to it. I could see that. Um, We went with our kids because it is family friendly. It is definitely overstimulating for basically everybody. (laughs) So if anybody in your family has sensory issues, it's definitely something to consider because, I mean, we were all at some point a little bit like, oh, my God, my daughter, our youngest was just done. Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't seen her so tired in years. It's she was out. Well, that's nice though, getting them okay. tired. And then we had we spent a fortune at the gift shop. <laughs> we spent so much money. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to tell you. <laughs> we, I mean, because I when they rang it up, I was like, my eyes were very wide. I'm like, really? Okay. I don't even know where my Meow Wolf T-shirt is. I don't even know where it is. Maybe it's in the laundry that I'm doing right now. Could be. I hope not because I really don't want to dry that shirt. It's, it seems like it would shrink like to nothing. Well, I haven't dried it yet, fortunately, because yeah. our very heavy comforter that is difficult to dry is currently in the dryer 
Well, anyway, it was a blast and I we took a lot of photos, but we didn't get to take as many as I wanted because I, we were constantly looking for our pack. Like, where's everybody in our family? Where's OK, there they are. Okay. Yeah. Like, I would like to go like just with you mm. and like, you know, get nice and high in the parking lot. You know, and then go in like I didn't do anything like that because we had the kids. So I'm just like, I'm always focused when when we're doing kid stuff. But you know what? When we got when we got out of Meow Wolf in front of our car, somebody had put two freaking white claws in front of my tire of my car. (laughs) They knew. Thanks, Denver. They knew. Those jerks. Um, I had a blast going to Meow Wolf. I'd go again with the kids. I'd go again with half the kids. Yeah. I'd go again with just you in a heartbeat. Well, let's do that because I would Wouldn't like that to. Wouldn't that be so fun? Oh, my God. Yeah, there's so many things I didn't even get to see because I was, again, I was like, where are our children? I don't want to lose sight of them. Yeah, when you have four and everybody's going into different rooms. Yeah, and they're super and excited. The room, I mean, this is the exact place where you lose a person for real. Mm-hmm. And I saw at one point a woman on the phone, like, talking to her friend, like... I'm in the, I'm next to a giant mushroom. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, you're never going to find her. You are next to a giant mushroom. You know. How would she know? There's no way. There's no, like, you know, uh, there's this landmark, you know, the fucking jellyfish throne. No, where is that? I don't know. I haven't seen that yet. Where is it? Sounds cool. Go through the surveillance room at the back of the salon. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, that was our Meow Wolf experience. It was fun. Definitely recommend it if you are coming to Colorado for anything. It's definitely something you should. Right? Don't you think? Like, since there's only so many. Yes. I mean, like. worth going to for sure. Absolutely. Um, Great. Like, way to spend your afternoon or whatever. Okay. Well, I guess that's it for... Well, here's my question to you. Do you want to play Heads Up? Of course I do. All right. Let me smoke a bunch of weed really quickly. You guys, if you're listening, smoke some pot too. Here we go. (laughs) Smoke some pot too. Here we go. All my pot is gone. Does this help you you get ready for the game? Yeah. Well, we've been really talking and I was really remembering Meow Wolf because I hadn't thought about it in a while. Oh, I love Meow Wolf. Um... So now, I wonder if there's like a way to get like cheap tickets. Oh, you know what, you guys? What? If you do live in Colorado, you had we had like ten dollars knocked off each ticket because of just living here. That was awesome. Yeah, it was. So no excuses, Denver, Colorado people. Go see Meow Wolf. It's amazing. Wear your mask. You have to. Oh yeah, you have to wear a mask. Yeah, you do want to. You want to be safe and considerate always. All right, so now what's now what's gonna happen? Um, well, do you think that we should play Heads Up? Yeah, of course we should. You know, guys, we haven't been playing Heads Up in our personal life because we have this new badass game. Yeah, that we made up on our own. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like we're at the end of it almost. I don't know, maybe. Okay, so I go into our Sonos. And which is our speaker system and all music thing that we listen to. And I go to Apple Music and we listen to the radio. Apple Radio. Hits by decade. David has to do the 80s because that's when he's like, what age are you in the 80s? I'm 10 years old in 1980. So 10 to 20. Yeah. And then I have to do the 90s because I'm basically 10 to 20. I'm 13. To, I'm 10. I'm. 
13 to no, 23. I'm, no, I'm less than 10. I'm whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm 7 to whatever. Yeah, exactly. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Same deal. Yeah. Yeah. Not quite 20, but you know. But close enough. Three years off. And I just press play. And the other person has to guess the song and who, and who performs yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's so much fun. It is so much fun. It's really good. But when we got to the 2000s and the 2010s, the 2010s. I dominated the 2000s. The, the 2010s, 2010s. Oh, my Lord. Very hard. I don't know what I was doing in the 2010s. Only listening to Lana Del Rey I and guess. Kendrick Lamar. That's oh, it. Me too. <laughs> but now we have this. When we were playing it, we, were, we would just say... Bruno Mars or Maroon 5. <laughs> and then you're right. One, one <laughs> yeah, Bruno Mars. This sounds... I somehow, like, completely missed Bruno Mars. And now I just feel like it's too late, so I'm fine. Well, now, I mean, that's like Silk Sonic with uh, Anderson Pock. That's who Bruno Mars is, right? Silk Sonic. They have a song with Beyonce that's, like, nobody's heard yet. Well, I don't know. That. Not even kidding. I don't know what Silk Sonic is. Silk Sonic is... They were an answer on Heads Up for like ever for like oh. months. It's Anderson Pac and Bruno Mars and Bruno Mars. That's and their they band. Have, yeah, and they have like a song that was like uh, maybe it was in the some last summer or this summer. Okay, I think I that was super remember. big, and you do remember it, and you did absolutely hear it. And they wear like silk, yeah, track suits. I want to say I don't know what the, jumpsuits. They look very seventies, whatever that style is yeah. of like. Silk, yeah, yeah, flared pants, yes, and then there's supposedly a Beyonce song. Well, I'm sure it's lovely, with them. I'm sure it's great. So, that's an album that everyone's kind of waiting for. Well, there you go, because it just takes you back to like let's listening to some smooth jams. Oh, let's listen to it in your pad. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. I mean, from what I've heard of Bruno Mars the past couple of days, just playing our game, I mean, I'm, I was like, okay, that's a cool song, I didn't know that. Oh, heads up. Here we go. Hold on. Oh. Pop culture. Hold on. I got to do another hit. Ready? Pop culture. David's up. Or wait, no, I'm up. I have to answer your questions. I don't know. Pass. (laughs) Yes. I mean, pass. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is the star who plays Paul in Dune. Oh, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Did I say that right? Chalamet. 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 I don't know. Oh, this is. Um, isn't he the drummer of Blink One Eighty Two? Travis Barker. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, this is a show on ABC where women, or no, men really try to pine for the affection of this lady. Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a Korean show we watch on Squid Netflix. Game. Yep. Um, I don't know. Uh, this is rolling in the dirt. Adele. Adele. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This is a Marvel movie coming out, and the guy from Atlanta is in it. Do you know what it's called? No Angelina Jolie. Nope. Okay, pass. No idea. Um, I don't know. Oh yeah, dude. This is like. Uh... <laughs> okay. Well, let's see what you got. I didn't get the best hints and a lot of passes. Lil Dirk. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who Lil Dirk. Oh is. shoot. Hold on. Okay, it's your turn. Okay. I, I I messed up and I couldn't see my. Answer. That was pop. 
That's pop culture. Wow. We don't know what's going on. Who did Travis Barker marry or something? He he proposed to Kourtney Kardashian. Interesting. Who, yeah, deserves love and everybody's happy and crying about it. And so does he, I guess. Yeah. This is the Halloween. Oh. <laughs> Halloween? Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is the thing where basketball players are a part of the NBA. Yes. <laughs> the National Basketball Association. This is a type of gathering you would have around Halloween. What kind of party would you have? A spooky Halloween party? A, a monster match? How would people dress? They would have. Scary? They would spooky. wear. Halloween costumes. Thank you. Yes, the Halloween costume, costume okay. party. Costume party. <laughs> this is the show that's always on on Saturdays. <laughs> Some people hate it. It's been on for decades, only on Saturdays. Oh, Saturday Night Live. Okay, thank you. Don't get so mad. I'm not mad. Mm. This is. This is a Baldwin daughter who's married to Justin Bieber. Haley Baldwin. Thank you. Um, this is the show on Netflix that the third season just came out and everyone loves it. And it's just one. Okay. I don't know. It's not me. It's you. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. What that <laughs> and, and I don't know if it's the third season. I just made that up because we never watched it. Well, I did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You got some good clues. <laughs> I wasn't pat. There's no passing going I on. I guess not. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Do you want to do it one more time or do you yeah, want to move on? I want to do it again. With our award-winning podcast. Okay. Blink. Best of luck, baby. But thank you. I'll give you. you more things this time. Oh wait, it's my. Oh, you no, just mentioned this late young lady's name who's wearing Travis Barker. Courtney yeah. Kardashian. Yes. Um, this is a man who sings, and um, he has the same first name as the Prince of Wales. Harry or, Styles. Yes. Uh huh. Um, this is a show we watched on Sunday nights that you did. You fell asleep Success- last night. Succession. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is, uh, she created goop. Mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow. Right. Um, this is the movie that we watched twice the other Dude. day. Uh-huh. Um, this is, uh, you don't, I don't know if this is a video game, but the guy who plays Spider-Man is going to star in it. It's a video game, but that's now it's a movie. Okay, pass. Oh, my God. Oh. Uncharted. Yes. Marisa t- told me all about all right. it. This is the same girl that you just answered the first question to. You already answered this one. And Travis Barker. Clo- Travis Barker. Khloe Kardashian. Oh, They're engaged. No, the other one. I mean, Kourtney Kardashian. Yes, uh-huh. What? Okay. And then this is Justin Bieber's wife. Hailey Baldwin. All right. Why? Why so many uh, repeats? It's, it's doing its the stuff. All right. That's it. it. That's a sign that we're done. Congratulations. Well, I did. I, mean, I got every one. Yeah. I got eight. And you get the last one. That was my eighth one. I okay. counted. Praise to you. Thank you. All right. Well, great job. I love playing that game with you. I also love our <laughs> secret game that we play. That's not a secret. And yeah. I love you. It's nice to go down memory lane, you guys, and listen to all the weird songs it from really the 80s is. or 90s or whatever. That's like the part. Of, that's the thing I like the most. Too. So we tried to do... Um, where David had to do the 70s and I have to do the 80s. And it's so that's when you're like a kid, kid, a little yeah. kid. And it's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, Ugh, I hate music. From oh, that some of them are so hard. <laughs> okay. Um, well, that's it for Libation Corner. Thanks, everybody, for libating with us. I'm going to continue libating as we move on into the next segment of our program. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let's head over there. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
guess what? It's letter time. It's listener letters. Send in your letters to mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com. You can share your cannabis story, ask your stoner questions, or request some good old fashioned advice from a mom and dad stoner. We'll field your questions on cannabis, growing, relationships, parenting, us, you, whatever. We will look up those answers stoned. Again, that is mom and dad are stoned. All one word at gmail.com. All right. Well, here we go with a new letter. First of all, thanks for sending in some letters, y'all. All All right. Here is today's letter. Well, I just finished listening to episode 164. Was that our last one? That was our last one. That was the mailbag one. All right. I'm new to your show and I absolutely freaking love it. I love the dynamic, the banter and all the info y'all give. Love it all. Okay, so let's get to goods. Well, I'm 43 and the hubby is 39. We started enjoying the can- the cannabis <laughs> about four years ago. We live in Texas where the beautiful cannabis bud is not legal. But anyway, where there is a will, there is a way. I smoke, but since my husband is a vocal major. Oh. That's wonderful. Very interesting. He ingests it via oil. I use the magic butter machine to make oils and butter. Yay, I'll bake something or put some in his tea. That's nice. It's been fun learning about cannabis and figuring out what works for us and what doesn't. My husband got me the Ariser Tower, which I love. So I switch between that and my bong. I'm excited to try the freezing technique with my bong. Oh, yeah. I'm saving up to get that one you can chill. We are both looking into dabbing and learning all the different ways we have five kiddos, Dang. four of which are still home, two 15-year-olds and two 10-year-olds, blended family. Oh, that's just like us. Um, Our oldest is 21 and uses cannabis regularly, so we talk about cannabis usage and CBD, but they don't know that we use. Oh, that's interesting. I was recently diagnosed. Oh, my God. I sound a thousand percent different when I sit Because you're closer up. to the microphone? <clears throat> Excuse me. I was recently diagnosed with HBP, which I think is high blood pressure and anxiety. I started taking meds, but hopefully soon we'll be able to regulate my weed usage to not be on the meds. It's helped lower my anxiety meds thus far. I definitely see the difference and how it's helped me. What is that? (laughs) Is that our coffee that we made a long time ago? Oh, my God. Okay, sorry. I just wanted to stop by and say hello to you both. Keep up the great work. That's it. Thank you so much. To, to me, that was a fantastic um, cannabis story and just a wonderful example of normal, regular parental use. So, what, a couple things. Texas, that is sad as far as illegal. Uh, we have the Magic Butter Machine, and we use it... Sometimes I really like, I like to kind of. We mostly use the Levo, to be honest. We do. But we yeah. do have the Magic Butter Machine. We have used it many, many times. I feel like the Magic Butter Machine will infuse more than the Levo. Mm, but yes. the now that I found that hack with the Levo, now I go to the Levo way. But yeah, it's just easiest for us. But yeah, they both work and good for you. I'm glad you use that thing. We're getting into the time of year when I do like start requesting some edibles from my husband. Some I think, homemade edibles. I think if you take that stuff out of the magic butter machine and put them in a, like a cheesecloth and then squeeze it, I bet you would get a lot of good Can stuff. Can we figure out a way to make our own street waffles? <sighs> yeah. We can. That's easy. 
I mean, like we use the Levo. The Levo, we can get that special oil, and you know that oil is involved in syrup waffles. Mm, so good. We'll figure it out. Um. Okay. The Ariser Tower for me, or is it Ariser Tower? Is a trip down memory memory lane. That is the first desktop uh, vaporizer I ever got. I think I had a wand. Yeah. yeah, I had a wand. I liked using that wand. And then maybe it also had a balloon, and I could not. I did not like using the balloons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my first one. That so that's cool. I'm glad that you like that. Um, I'm gonna start using my volcano mm-hmm. a lot more. Um, everybody's been, you know, really advocating for not smoking as much and using different things. So I feel like I need to do that a little more. Let's get that vapor, that volcano. When um, get that volcano. Yeah, I know what you're talking <laughs> about. But yeah, we have a volcano, and I have, you know, I have so many different just dry herb vaporizers I should be using more often. And I just go through phases. I'll like review one that I really like, and I'll use it a bunch. And I have one at my desk right now. Um, but then it just ends up being easier for me to just go up into my closet real quick and like take a couple bong rips. Honey, what's this one? Let me see it. Oh, that's the one from um, Boundless. Boundless. What's it called? Vexel. The Vexel. I like this one. That's the one I've been having at my yeah, it's cool. desk for discreet hits. Anyway, I'm sorry. Just going off on a tangent. Anyway, nice to hear about your family. We are also a blended family, if you haven't heard about that yet on our podcast. Um, we both bring two to the table. And our oldest are young teenagers. Um, yeah. And there you go. And Dungeons and Dragons fanatics. And we like to play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Nobody's old enough to use cannabis. Uh, and I don't know if that's a thing in the future, but we will get there when we get there. <clears throat> anyway, thank you so much for your wonderful letter. Thank you for listening to our podcast. And you guys send in those letters because remember, we read all the ones we had so um you can send those into mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com and you don't have to have a question you can just share who you are and how you consume that's what i mean when i say your cannabis journey or story because it's really interesting to people i think especially people kind of like our age when it's like you probably used it as a teenager and then like stopped and then like started again because yeah. it's like wait this isn't illegal or whatever mm-hmm. interesting all right guys that's it for this part of the show let's go let's go bye, bye. Hi. Oh, hello. How you feeling? I gotta tell you, mm-hmm. I did a fat dab off air. Mm-hmm. How does it make you feel <laughs> when we were not broadcasting? Yes, we're not broadcasting. This isn't broadcasting. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I feel good. I guess I'm gonna smoke more pot. I have a fresh glass of wine. Numero dos and. David was in the kitchen. He was like, you have a lot of wine left in this party bottle. Yeah. I was like, maybe next time. 
I don't know. Maybe next time I don't need to get the party one. I don't know. Maybe you do. We'll see. We'll see how this pans now, out. Not that we know that it's not keto. Okay, so anyway. Oh, that's right. Is anybody stoned? Yeah. How am I going to drink all of that? I'm going to completely go backwards. Well, then let's just that. dump it down the drain. Okay. This is it. This is the last night. Because or why? Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, it's not like it caught, It set us back a million dollars. I mean, it's... No, I'm completely concerned about the carbs. <laughs> well, let's dump it, man. Finish that one and then you're done. Okay, yes. Or save it for a few days and then maybe have one more. Then. No, don't do that. Dump it after tonight. I will decide. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will decide. <laughs> That's how you sounded. Sometimes you just have to stop everybody's speculation and be like, you know what? Shut up. I will decide. I will decide. Yeah. Nobody throw it away. And I will decide. Mm-hmm. At a later time. I'm not. Not no. when I'm recording my award winning <laughs> podcast. I know. No. <laughs> Okay, well, we're at the part of the podcast yeah, where we just talk about where I ask stuff. if you're stoned and you ask if I'm stoned. Are you stoned? I'm definitely getting there. I, I guess I could say I am as well. I mean, yeah. So. David's <laughs> tolerance is something else, you guys. Yeah. Do you remember back in the day, yeah. in the days of yonder? Yeah, nothing was. I mean, I would lose my brain. He, there's some, there's many episodes where he's not smoking weed at all. Oh, no, because <laughs> I can't. I mean, I wouldn't. I couldn't handle it. Anyway, now he's just like a pro. I am. He's playing like a pro. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> are you okay? Playing like a pro. Um. So today, I thought we would talk about um Dune. Oh yeah, we watched that. Because I don't know what else to talk about on this podcast, you That's guys. okay. By episode 165, I am just exhausted. I have no ideas. I literally want to just, like, re-record old episodes. But even that, I feel like... I just fine. like talking about whatever. And that's what we do. And, I mean, I feel like when we do that, people email and go, I just love it. And he's, yes, this is the one. It's so good. And it's like... Okay. Okay. Well, then that's what. Let's do more of that. All right. Okay. Well, let's but I about... would like to sometimes. I would like to talk. Go back and talk about murder mysteries or phenomenons. Phenomenon. I know you always say that. It's so much fun. It, I guess I just feel a little. I feel a little bit of pressure. Like I have to th- mm. have a good one. Um, and mm. I also like. I don't really like to do talk about crime so much. Okay, that's fair enough. What about just strange phenomenon? Mm. Yeah, you know, I'm really into disasters. Yeah, you are. uh, Talking about that kind of stuff. Which is like, why would you be against talking about crime, but okay with talking about disasters? Yeah. Disasters are terrible. They're disastrous. True Crime just says, it's like, it's in this, it's very popular. I'm a lifelong True Crime fan. Um, but it's at this point where it's kind of distasteful to the public. And I try to, I want to be like respectful of that. Okay. And I definitely get. You know, because there's just like, yeah, there's a lot of people that make a lot of money commenting and talking about true crime. Yeah. And I, as a podcaster, <laughs> as a weird independent podcaster, yes. I don't ever want to give off the vibe that we're ever at any point trying to like capitalize or trend because of some horrible thing that's happened to somebody. Yes. Uh, even even though that stuff is like very interesting to me, and I keep up on all of that stuff, and like keep you up on all that stuff too, it's just not. 
I'd rather like listen to other people talk about it. Me too. You know what I mean? That's all Fair I Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Am um, I talking way too much? No. We're supposed to be talking about Dune. Well, let's talk about it then. Okay. I would like you to, I don't, I don't know. I feel like we've mentioned many times on the show that David is a lifelong Dune person. I read the books many times throughout my life from a small child all the way up into well, gosh, present, recently. present day. Yeah. <laughs> and I definitely have favorite books in the series. and Which is? Well, which I like, are? I like Heretics of Dune and I also like Chapter House, which is the last two books. And, um, yeah, I think they're, uh, they're mesmerizing. Now, if you them. don't know anything about Dune, the book, it is. It is a science fiction masterpiece yes. written in the late sixties by Frank Herbert. Widely considered one of the finest, uh, sci-fi works of all time. Yeah. And many things are based on it, I guess. A lot of stuff. I have not. I've read everything in the world. I've not read Dune. <laughs> I got to tell you, the first book is a snoozer, a bit of a snoozer. It's I hard to, to get through. It's hard, It's like 400 pages or something crazy. I don't know. More than that. Well, can I just say, because this movie that just came out, the 2021 Dune, the Denis, what's, how do you say his last name? Do you know? Do you remember? Villeneuve. Okay, there. Okay. <laughs> yes, that sounds perfect. Um, it's the Sicario guy, which we've literally talked about on our podcast. Anyway, it's so good. I'm just, I'm invested. I want now to read Dune so bad. Like, I want to read all of them. And I just want to get over it and read them. So I think I'm just going to do it. Okay, do it. Can I do it? I think you can. I think you're going to have a you rough time with the first two, but by the third one, you'll be like, okay. What's terrible about the second one? Oh, it's just Paul. Spoilers! That's okay. Hey, come on. It's from the 60s, man. I know. It's just that Paul is a washed up, like, prophet dude, and he is like, I, he up. loses his eyes. He's blind, but he can still see because he's got powers and shit. But he's just a crazy old man wandering the desert, right? Okay. And is it his thoughts? What is it mean? his perspective? Is it his point of view that you're No. Reading? First of all, they introduce him like, who is this crazy, mystic, crazy freak? Oh, shit. You know, because Paul goes into the desert. At the you end really of the did spoil it. Spoilers. And um, <laughs> then he comes back and I'm like, oh, it's fucking Paul Muad'Dib? Shit. And he also, like, loses his vision. Oh, okay. But anyway, so his kids, then we start learning about his child, right? Like, Paul's, I think, Paul has twins. I believe, and one of them is a boy and one's a girl, and the boy fucking becomes a god, okay? So anyway, he becomes a sandworm god. He merges with them. It's crazy. Now, okay. I can't believe I just said all that. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, Shall we talk about the movie? Let's talk about the movie. So anyway, this is something we've really been looking forward to. David's been watching like the trailers when they would be co- come out or like learning about all the casting as it's mm-hmm. been announced and all of that stuff. It's definitely something we've been invested in as a couple. Yeah, from beginning to re- like to thought. And this thing is PG-13. Like we can easily yeah. watch this with our oldest, oh, like no yeah. problem. Or really any of them mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. There's nothing really Mm-mm. terrible Mm-mm. or super frightening, really. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The hand spider 
genetically created you thing. You barely see that. Oh, you see the slaves for like a second. Not the slaves, but whatever yeah. they are. The Sardaukar. The prisoners. I mean, upside down. The sacrifice. That's yeah. what I. That's what I'm trying to say. The sacrifice. From that's the Sardaukars. So um, that's the... That's the Emperor's planet. Salisa Secundus. Okay, so this movie has been a big deal when it like premiered at all the things. Like all the reviews were like such high praise. They were comparing it to like Star Wars and yeah. Lord of the Rings as far as like franchise importance, I guess. Yeah. Um, so that was really, really compelling. And so, yeah, what did you think about the movie? We've watched it two times now, but we've watched it at home both times. We have big TVs. You know, we turn off the lights. We try to have a nice experience. These are visually just unreal. I would like to go so see in the movie. Beautiful. I'd like to go see in the IMAX. Yeah, that's, that's what everybody's saying. Yeah. While our friends and stuff have said. And maybe we will. <clears throat> but... I don't think we will. So, yeah, probably not. <laughs> so when I said to you after I watched it, I was like, man, that was a lot like the David Lynch one. Okay? Yeah. I didn't mean that in like a shitty way. I meant it in the fact that like I'd been reading about this guy and there was a lot of perception that he, he, he was already getting mild criticism from the stupid Dune people. Yeah. Because they were like, he would say things like, well, I'm, I mean, like. I, I'm not making the book into a movie. I can't do that. But I'm doing my interpretation of it. And people, like, when he made that main character, Lee, at kinds of woman, which I think was amazing and it worked flawlessly, like, that was cool. So anyway, all that being said, but then when I saw it, I'm like, well, this isn't rat. No, this isn't a huge departure from the book at all. I mean, like, and I think, like, the like when they wore their still suits that was very similar to the ones that they wore in the david lynch movie um i feel like the lighting was like the david lynch movie was dark you know and this one was kind of dark in some places like on caladan like before they came over to dune Mm -hmm. i don't know anyway i just thought there was a lot of similarities but there was they added just like the duncan idaho they made him into a real character you believed in you know i loved it so anyway yes and then we watched it again and i was like god this movie's so good i loved it i loved it too i love it and i I would watch it right now me too um and we watched the lynch one fairly recently when do you think we watched that was that last year or this year maybe it was last year i think it was i don't think we made it all i think we skimmed it no, we watched it mm. because that was really mm. like the first time that that was kind of the whole thing. Because I've seen so, like so many parts of it mm-hmm. my whole life that it was just like, no, like, we're going to sit down and watch a whole fucking thing. So so we watched the whole thing. And I was so bored at the end of it, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, like incredibly bored. Yeah. But I've always liked because I would watch it as a little kid with my dad. And so there were there's so many creepy lynch things in, in it that are like. So terrifying that you remember your whole life. Yeah, like skin diseases and, you know, like... Just like everybody's so scary. Like, Sting is hella scary to me. It was really scary yeah. to me. And, like, whatever floaty dude is mm-hmm. super scary to me. And um, what the whole point to me is, sorry, as a non-book reader, when I watched this movie, I had no trouble understanding what was going on, what was being conveyed... At all. And I feel like part of that is watching the Lynch movie so many times or parts of it 
throughout my life. So clearly there's obviously similarities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other has to just be like, I think it's very clear. I think the director was really I think so too. I think clear. like clear. Yeah, I don't think, think you gotta like have a things in a very intuitive way, yeah. mm-hmm. which is very nice. And that's you know that's acting and that's directing. But I I just think it's wonderful. I do too. My favorite thing that I've seen outside the movie mm-hmm. that yeah I think you showed me was like the forty the star of the show that's on in it for forty five minutes. Oh the th- yeah what are they <laughs> the called thopter, the helicopter insect thing. Yeah, there's really just like so many extended scenes with this fucking. I'm sorry, I keep cursing. What is it called? The thopter. What? It, how do you describe it? Is it? It's, it's like an. In, it looks like an insect. Yeah, they call it a thopter, but you, you can see how it's like helicopter-like, but it's more like an insect. It's just. It's very everything. Everything. All this. That when you watch. To me, sci-fi is all about looking at the spaceships and like yeah. that kind of stuff. And I just love. I literally there's never a spaceship I don't like as far as like, oh, that one looks cool and funny mm-hmm. and weird and different. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's just so much cool stuff to look at. in this movie. There is. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? I don't remember. But yeah. Sentai is like barely in it. Yeah, she is barely in it. <laughs> She's like in visions. Yeah. And then that's kind of it. She's at the end. Oh, I like how they use um, there. There's no computers there's no artificial intelligence anything yeah so that's what i mean like they break it down to that's why they have swords and shit like they don't want like they do have guns you know but they're outlawed sort of yeah because it's too much technology you know i don't know i thought that was cool well technology is based on different things yeah it's based on like biological whatever it's based on like the human mind and like evolution or whatever right Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm is my understanding so there's still like tech there's still space travel and technology but it's like based on like friggin weird alien psychedelic biological stuff and yeah. like psychedelics yeah um that's what the spice is love 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 all of that yeah love that because uh, who would have thought like in 1965 or whenever this was written like it's very identify like you can really identify with like computers being outlawed at some point, you know, because they're so bad for us, mm-hmm. and we all figure it out, and we're like, "Fuck this!" Yeah. <laughs> we're just like going back to like a weird feudal system and like pastoral life or whatever, yeah. right? Um, and they run, but the ever the most important thing is that drug. It's a drug, man. It is a drug. Yeah. If you get addicted to it, which you will, yeah. you can't. They say, like, trying to get off of it, you'll die. Like, yeah. you can't live without it. Which is a real thing. Yeah. Uh, so, But they use that to, like, travel through space and time, which is kind of cool. And they mutate human beings. Like, they make them breathe the spice always. And then they transform over time into those giant guild navigator things, which yeah. we didn't see in this movie. Well, it's, like, plenty of things that are essential yeah to civilization or whatever are harmful in some capacity in some place down the chain that's what that is right for sure like everything has like this possibility and then this terrible one anyway yeah dune go watch it if you can so good i mean that's 
really one of the only one of the reasons why I got. The I was HBO talking to my Max. girlfriend who is so into Dune, and um, she was saying, I, "I hate to say it, but it kind of like reminded me of Tenet a little bit," <laughs> which made me laugh. It was really just like the <clears throat> hand movements, yeah. you know, for communication, which is so cool in Dune. But I feel like there were a lot of like um, cinemat whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> similarities too to Tenet, color wise and like mm-hmm. wide shot wise. Anyway, I mm-hmm. fucking loved it. Did you like Jason Momoa in this a lot? Um, Jason Momoa was not my favorite aspect of Dune, and I'm sorry. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was he was for me not because I feel like he was playing a dramatically different character than he does in a lot of other things. Yeah. But they spent time and effort into talking about how Duncan is, you know, Duncan is in every Dune book. So I think it's cool. I like Jason Momoa and I want him to be in everything, but I don't think he's the best actor. No, I don't. And I think everybody else was really, really good. Mm -hmm. And every time that happens, like the person who's just like, for whatever reason, like their inflection is just a little bit different or maybe it's not even like an acting thing, but it's like a... (laughs) It's so, like, earth that it brings you back. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It could be that for me. That's just always how I feel. It just stands out when you're, like, paired with, like, really excellent actors. Yeah, I will say, like, it was nice, like, because Jessica. She's amazing. She Um, was the old Jessica in the David Lynch movie. She was just really, like. Ferguson. Rebecca Ferguson. She just looked like a hardcore lady but this lady was like i thought her she was more of acting yeah she's like yeah oh my god she's so good so good and then charlotte rampling is in it who's a badass she's a bad bitch man and the dad is really good too the oscar isaacs guy he was pretty good and zendaya is always good in everything so you don't have to worry about that did you like javier barton's character is that the that's the Fremen guy the still guard guy I don't like him. Yeah. What was I going to say? Something. Am I supposed to like him a lot? Oh, not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, you either like him or don't. I mean, like. I'm going to drink more of this. I night. don't know. They The whole thing, he they all definitely sound like they were Islamic people. You know what I mean? I mm, think that's, uh-huh. that's the, the sense you get. Oh, yeah. Well, I read that that's like a bit. There's a lot of Arabic and Islamic influences in yeah. Uh, Frank. Is that his name? Frank? Frank. Frank Herbert. Hi, I'm Frank Herbert. In Dune. Like, intentionally. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I don't know, but it's great. It's so compelling. This movie, I love it when a movie is so good that, like, <clears throat> it makes you fucking want to read the book that you've tried to read before and, like, just, you know? Because yeah. now I feel like I have something that I really like thinking about visually mm-hmm. that I can, like, apply to things. Where in the past I've had, like, freaking Kyle McLaughlin, who to me is Trey yeah. McDougal, and that's all he will <laughs> ever be. That's, like, the age difference yeah. here. Do you know what I mean? For sure. So, like, you know, he was sat in a bathtub with his mom. While- <laughs> yes, he <laughs> too did. Much. That's all. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. I mean, to me, I want to kind of think of him as the mayor on Portland. <laughs> <laughs> right? You see, it, that's just too, it was too small of a role. Yeah. And that's fine. 
Wasn't he in Twin Peaks? He was, no? Oh, yeah, but I never watched Twin Peaks. He was an agent. Twin Peaks is another one of things just like Dune where I've just gone back to it time and time again and been like, do I want to watch this? Do I want to get get invested? Like, this is the type of thing that I could maybe I might really, really like because it's like filled with like conspiracy fandom Mm -hmm. and then just like content that just forever continues from like the 80s until the 2020s you know what i mean like there's always twin peaks stuff going on isn't there there's like a series like a new series whatever i feel like it's and i never watched it honey there's like ever-evolving websites and blogs and forums like i know this because i've looked at them before well there you go but sounds like something you should watch i don't know because i just never did it but i've seen like all the like crazy like iconic ones from is that lynch yeah oh my god see that's the thing about david lynch is like (laughs) you motherfucker because i mean you've made some really weird freaky movies and then you've made some really good movies but then i keep thinking well is there (laughs) is this am i is it a joke like because you make all your creep weird freaky movies is this like a are you playing a trick on me somehow He says, like, I don't remember what his most famous or, like, critically acclaimed one is. Well, Blue Blue Velvet. Maybe it's that one. It might be. And that was a strange fucking movie. Uh, Isabel Rossellini's in that movie. Remember he has one with um, Justin Theroux? He has so many. Is that Lost Highway or is that? No, Mulholland Drive. Yeah, that's another one that's really critically acclaimed. So anyway, but there's a quote about Dune because he said, he said he could never make whatever the famous one is if he hadn't made yeah. Dune. And Dune is the one that he's kind of like, yeah. I guess, embarrassed about. Yeah, <clears throat> which is sad. That is kind of sad. I mean, yeah. Because Dune is, Lynch's Dune is iconic. Oh, I thought it was great. A lot of people didn't like it, but then, uh, then you know, as time goes on, they're like, okay, I so did like here's my here's my next question about Dune. So the Dune that we're talking about today, the 2021 one, essentially cuts the book in half i guess i don't know because i didn't read the book but if you're comparing it to the lynch film it like cuts it in half and so you the end of the movie is not satisfying really at all especially i would assume if you came in there not really knowing what was going on and you're waiting for a nice conclusion at the end like that's not the experience it's Mm -hmm. really more of like okay like you're invested in dune already so I'm making these movies and we got to do it like this. Yeah. <laughs> like it's going to take this much time. I feel like investing has something to do with it. Like I feel like the first movie has to make a, a good amount of money. You know what I mean? I think that, that has to because movies cost so like how much how many millions of dollars did this cost? I think it's one hundred and sixty five. OK, million so to do that twice mm-hmm. for two feature films yeah. at one time is like. Um, mind boggling. I mean, is that more than like Avatar? I don't know. Well, is I mean, it, also it, what's during, the most co- expensive? during COVID, right? Yeah. So it's like I definitely get needing to split it and that it makes sense because you don't want another like situation where it's like by the end of this four hour, four hour, almost four hour movie, you're just like so bored and over it or yeah. whatever. Cause you want every part to like be able to stand out and be amazing and have like a lot of money put into it. Like every yeah. part. Like, don't you, don't you feel like HBO coughed up a shit ton of money to say, we're going to stream that uh, when it's released in the movie. There's, they must've given him like, what was the other movie they got? Uh, was it? Do- Maybe it was Dune. I don't know. I 
feel like there's another huge movie. movie I feel like you're I, right. I, I really might have just been doing. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, they must have spent. Some yeah, I don't much. really know anything about how that works. Yeah. HBO is like doing it, man. They're like, fuck you. We're going to play all kinds of movies. It's literally <laughs> the only way we would literally have been watching movies in the past few years has been in our home. Yeah. Through all of our various streaming services or, you know, like purchasing through our Apple TV or whatever. So, yeah, like it's weird that that's just how it is. And I don't know anything about it. I like it. <laughs> I'm for it. But, um, I just always expect things to show up on my TV in some way. And they do, usually, sometimes. Yeah. Well, anyway, I hope the dude gets to make more. And he, oh, what I was going to tell you, honey, when yes. you were talking was the thing you were talking about, how there's not a satisfying conclusion. And it's just like, then you're invested in, okay. okay. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. I feel like that's how those Lord of the Rings movies were. Did you oh, ever watch those? I didn't watch any of those and I never read any of those. Okay. I literally have never really watched great. any I'm of those sorry. movies. <laughs> they're amazing. They're good? Yeah, they're really, really good. I mean, like, I read the books, and I loved them. When I was a kid, I read them all. I read, like, comics of all of those stories, mm -hmm. and I read, like, children's versions of, like, yeah. The Hobbit and mm -hmm. stuff. But never, I never read actual Tolkien. Yeah, it's really amazing. I mean, like, and I didn't, because I had never read it either, and finally I was like, I'm going to read this, because it's got to be good, right? You know? And I read it, and sure enough, like the way he describes things is just like, wow. You okay, though? You that you get the impression that person has superpowers or whatever, you know? Growing up in the nineties, there were these like animated versions of like The yes. Hobbit mm -hmm. and like other things that would sometimes be on like Nickelodeon, and they would freaking scare me. Yeah, because they were drawn that over style people. of animation, yeah. like scared me and made me i just did not like it and yeah. i feel like that was part of my lifelong like hatred of it <laughs> despite like no i got you and i felt the same way those came out actually earlier like but like and when i was a kid there was a lot of scary childhood like 90s animation and yeah. late 80s yeah. like animation it's just like this is fucked up like horrible and gross <laughs> and scary as hell and yes. monsters everywhere <laughs> I'm with you, girl. Damn. Anyway. I wanted to say, I remember what I forgot I was going to say. Okay, what was it? You guys, the weekend canceled our date oh and he won't God. refund our money. He's supposed to refund our money, but he hasn't yet. Abel Tesfe canceled our date, our concert that we had tickets to that we bought last February. We've been waiting almost a year for this February coming up. But here's the deal. My anxiety has been through the roof about this damn concert yeah. coming up. And I mean, it is no secret that I take COVID extremely seriously. And even at the end of 2021, I'm still taking that shit extremely so, seriously. Yeah. And I'm not 100% feeling great about going to an event yet yeah. of that magnitude. A girlfriend of mine recently went to her first live show in a long time and because it's a smaller show and like everybody's required to be vaccinated and there's staff on hand making sure that everybody's wearing masks but like at a weekend arena stadium concert that's not gonna happen and that really freaked me out the other thing yeah. is like when we bought those tickets we did not have we did not know that he was gonna have a concert being announced okay and 
They were expensive when we finally decided, let's try to get tickets. And so I'm not crazy about the seats that we got. (laughs) So I've been like kind of having anxiety about that. So anyway, he like emailed everybody the other day and was like, I don't know what the excuse is. I think it's related to the After Hours tour. You think about it, you guys. Like the After Hours album came out in 2019. Not 2018, right? 2019. 2019, yeah. For sure. And everybody already went through the video series. We already went through every single single, like, radio single. Like, he's already worn the damn costume and the nose thing for over a year. He did the freaking Super Bowl as this character on this album. Well, now there's a new album. There's like this Dawn album or like Until Dawn. We don't know what it's going to be called, but he's really referencing the Dawn a lot. And it's like, why would you as an artist want to like revisit this stuff that now think about it when he was doing everything like last year, he had written that probably like two years beforehand. So it's like this piece of work has already been in your brain for like way too long and you need to get rid of it. And you already have your new stuff. Why would you want to like have this tour worldwide tour doing the same shit again? Right. You literally already did that. That's what I think it's it's about. I agree with you. Okay. Let's see if he gives us our money back. (laughs) Or do we just pay for the privilege of saying we had weekend tickets for almost a year? And then (laughs) it'll be nice to get that money back. If we get it. I mean, like, I'm really starting to wonder. It said 30 days, you said. It did. Well, I wonder, is it the weekend or is it like the state, the arena? Like, who do we, who, who do we buy them from? Man, I don't know. I feel like we bought them directly from the arena. Don't, don't take care of it. I'll get an email any day now. You better check your spam. Girl, I will. Maybe I better, who's, I don't even know what bank account it was. I have no idea. I don't either. <laughs> I, I, will, I have no clue. <laughs> Well, we'll find out. Well, I guess everybody should keep their eyes peeled. Well, let's keep them open. Okay. Well, anyway, that's fun talking about that. We really talked about that Dune and the weekend. Okay. Okay. Ready? That's it. All right. That's good. Bye. Bye. Sorry I talked so much. I love it. What's going on in Days Grow? Hi, Dave. You have such a nice voice. Thank you. You even did this with your lips. Hello. I loved it. <laughs> um, well, let me tell you, lady. Yes. So I've got a hemp, our hemp grow, our happy flower hemp grow. I'm overseeing somewhere. And um, <laughs> it's beautiful. Let me tell you. You know, I have this thought. I just want to kind of spring it on you right now. Yes. And I want you to tell me what you think. Okay. Okay. okay I had this idea the other day. Okay. Like, like when you're a cannabis grower, like myself, you can be on the uh, caregiver registry, yes. which I used to be on, but I yes. decided it's not a good idea because you get approached by undercover by cops all the time. <laughs> <clears throat> trying to get you. Hey, man, no, I'm cool. Just how much would you sell me an ounce for? I'm like, I, I can't sell you an ounce, sir. I'm a medical caregiver. I now, said, you could spend money on the plants for me. I just feel like we have a lot going on in our lives. Anyway. We don't need to invite. Yeah. But the re- reason I bring that up is this. Yes. So, currently, we're growing 
some hemp plants. Okay. Now, what do you think about, would anyone be interested at all if I sit on Happy Flower, I took pictures of all the fucking plants and I said, look, do you want to buy half a plant or a full plant? And then like you, a cow? Yeah, like say, and then you could get, if you get the whole plant, you could get up a minimum of, I don't know, eight ounces. A minimum. But you could get 12 ounces. You, Do you guarantee, are you feel com- confident guaranteeing a certain amount? I am confident. In Damn. Doing so, what if something terrible happens at the very end? It'll be okay. I'll just refund everybody's money. But, um... What do you think about that? Like, you take a picture of the plant, you put it on Happy Flower Company, and you say, do you want to buy a plant? (coughs) This one is this strain. This is all the COAs I have on it thus far. (coughs) You know, I will send you updates about your plant all the time. Like, we tested your plant. Here's your labs. Here's your first round of labs. We're going to stop now. That's a really interesting idea. So, that's my idea. I like it. I just want to float it out there and see what people think. It's very just like... I mean, I directly related it to the cow thing, which is a thing. It's definitely a thing. Like, even the suburbs, it's kind of like a bougie thing when you can, like, buy half of a cow or, like, a whole cow or go in with your family and get buy a whole cow and, like, I don't know. Um, So, yeah, I think there's probably a lot of appeal to something like that. So, I would I wonder, like, maybe, like... A deposit and but or maybe just everything up front. I don't know. What do you think? It would have to be everything up front because mm-hmm. I have no other way to process it or and I have to decide what I'm going to test and what for. So if someone bought a plant, obviously I would individually test that specific plant, you know, so I would provide ongoing labs and I would just need to know this is not part of our inventory. Plus. If I say, I will guarantee you at least eight ounces, then I would charge that person however much we charge per for an ounce. I think an ounce on our site is like $80 or something. Mm-hmm. So you would eight, you know, you would, I would never charge you the actual price of an ounce. I wouldn't charge you 80 bucks for, ounce, for eight ounces. I'd charge you less. You know, I'd charge you, maybe I'd charge you 70. Right. But you have the potential to get more than eight ounces. Right. And then anything over that is free, you know? So I don't know. I think it's an g- interesting idea. I think it's for people who really like hemp and, you know. Well, we have a lot of customers who have real intention, not real, but, you know, they've got intentions with this hemp that they're buying. Oh, my gosh, yes. Like, they know exactly, they're not just smoking it, they're, like, making stuff Mm -hmm. for themselves or for a loved one, you know, in the most efficient way possible. So, there's definitely people who would be into having their own. So, I think I'm going to do it. And think of all people that like want to grow but can't yes it's like this is your plant from afar i'll send you pictures of it every day i also think of like the friends that i know that do buy um Mm non-regulated and there is that sense of like i'm going to i'm picking it up from my like farm or my grower basically you know what i mean and and when you're there picking up you see what's growing right now yeah. like as babies or whatever do you know what i mean i do it's kind of that sort of it's that artisanal i keep saying bougie but it's like that like you know i like like when we used to go to our butcher instead of absolutely like the grocery yes store yeah or like it is that and i think like yeah. so i've had this thought because 
we aren't growing like a sizable, crazy amount of hemp. Okay. We're growing this specifically for high quality flour. It's not to make into CBD or whatever. Oh yeah. This it's, is like, it, yeah, for so, sure. So for that reason, this is the, a good number of plants for one person to take care of, you know? So I feel like, uh, this is a manageable amount and it's high quality goods. I mean, I'm going to do it. I'm going to see if anybody wants to buy a plant. Well, we have to talk about it more with more people with another person. That's true. <laughs> but the thing is, is uh, I think if I if I do this, I'm going to wait until they're really into flower and they're starting to flower. And then it's like, OK, now you can look and have a good idea. Yeah. So anyway. Love it. That's that. The other thing is, um, well, what's going on in your, in your grow? Well, my, my beautiful hand plants I was just talking about look amazing in week one of flower Wow! and they're gorgeous. And you just need to come look at it sometime in that special place in that building that we grow our hemp in. We are switching to David is really taking the reins of our small batch grow. We're going to start really specializing, which we kind of already do in, you know, limited, limited runs, small batches. But now David is, is fully in charge of all of it. And I you know to, how he is, you guys. I have to take good care of it and make sure it stays clean. Well, he's a, he's fastidious about that. So, but you just have to look at like any stoner mom video and like the weed that I smoke. That's nice. For my every day for the past, I don't even know how many years. Like my husband is very good at growing Pretty decent. Cannabis in whatever form it is. He's wonderful, masterful. Well, here we go. And then, but the other thing is, honey, so we are like, I gotta, I'm trying to get my weed game going because I mean, I'm looking at our jars of weed that we have left. So I'm like, ah. Yeah. So I really got this one going and it's cooking. So I'm going four plants and they're really, really like, <laughs> I'm going to make them gigantic in this tent because I can grow the plants as big as they will fill it. What are it. they? Gosh, I don't, I don't know. It's okay. I have them written down. One is a Humboldt garden seed and the other one is a Barney's farm seed. And one is strawberry lemonade something. They're both like, one's a sativa and one is a high sativa hybrid stop it. i don't even know what that meant <laughs> what? Uh, anyway so that's growing and they're looking good and they're in veg and they're looking beautiful so that's it baby that's what's going on just hemp and weed hemp and weed hemp and weed that's it all right well thanks for sharing you're welcome bye bye The end of the show. The end of the show. That's it for episode 165. Did you have a nice episode, David? I did, especially the last few minutes of the episode. Because <laughs> you're so funny. <laughs> I like to make obscene gestures. Gestures. You do. At David sometimes. It's funny. And sometimes they don't even make sense. They don't. <laughs> and that's when he really laughs. It's like, wow. Okay. <laughs> Um, so now you can all imagine that happening whenever you listen to this podcast. Yeah, you'll know. Hope <laughs> oh, it's happening now. <laughs> okay. Well, what now? What are we going to do now? Shit, I don't know. I don't even know what time it is. Okay, I see what time it is. Um, 
Well, I don't know. Do you want to watch Succession? We have Do you to make our Dune bed. Again? I have to fold laundry. All right. Let's just make the bed. <laughs> I have to take a shower. Well, okay. We'll see. Okay. It's well, late, I feel like. Yeah, it is. Um, We already ate. We ate chicken wings. We were, about were they how were they too crispy for you? No, they weren't. They weren't? They could have been crispier. These are too crispy for you. All right, guys, that's it for this episode. We will be back again very soon with another one. Until then, please remember to be safe and responsible with your cannabis use. Always be kind and smoke weed every day. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review in Apple Podcasts to be shouted out on a future episode. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at mom, the letter N, dad, the letter R, stoned. Follow David on Instagram at what's going on in Dave's Grow. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the stoner mom. And follow Happy Flower Company on Twitter and Instagram at happyflowerhemp.